Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Only Here for the Wine. Um, I know last week I skipped another episode. It's just summer has been a lot of crazy things happening. Slacker. <laughs> it's okay. We're back with our glasses, of course. Obviously full, never empty. Today we're drinking a nice Cabernet Sauvignon. I know it's summer and you want to stick to like the whites and reds, but we are in the middle of a hurricane. So we, I mean, whites, whites and, and reds. <laughs> Cabernet is a red. We're, we're, we're good. <laughs> I meant whites and rosés, whites and rosés. But you know, we're stuck in the middle of a hurricane. So we figured since we're already camped up, might as well have some Cabernet. Yeah, it felt like a, just a, it felt like a red day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very well most of the map on the weather was red so yes. we fit right in with it mm -hmm. yeah we, and we've been drinking a lot of light wines anyway so it's nice to just chill back and uh, relax with some uh, Cabernet but the Cabernet is actually perfect for the topic that we're gonna dive into today anyway because um, we're going into apple picking season soon it starts in about two weeks so today what we're gonna talk to you about is all the prep and planning that goes into apple picking and how much stress CJ's under right now. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. It's been what, really fun. What's your stress meter like? Uh, it's at 12. And that's out of 10? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's an amazing stress level right yeah, there. Yeah, the, the, the first week is always the worst. Um, and then you compound this, like this past week with getting ready for this uh, hurricane, even though it could have been a lot worse. Um, you always have to prepare for the worst. So we were, we were out there and uh, just pick, like picking anything that's close to ripe as far as peaches and certain types of varieties of apples. Um, we picked all the Paul Reds, uh, a couple of Zestar trees, just like pretty much clean pick them all because um, uh, we weren't sure if we were going to get like the 70 mile an hour winds. Just on the, the off chance we did, there would be nothing left. The amount of weight on the trees would just like... No, uh, snap the branches, and then you'd have you'd have no apples or trees for the next year. Yeah, but let's let's rewind a little bit and like backtrack into the. We'll, we'll segue into the the hurricane, and then we'll prep for apples because this past week for me, I feel like I just like literally have not stopped moving ever since like last. It must have been yeah last Thursday, so like a week and a half ago, pretty much at this point, I've been just like going nonstop. So Thursday. I'll give you a quick sum up real quick, just because I'm like, who am I right now? Like I'm out every single night until like at least 10. I don't go to bed until like 11. It's It's been bad. It's crazy. When, since when have you stayed up till 11? The past week. So, okay, ready? Let me backtrack. Ready? So Thursday, I go out to drinks with my, my two cousins. Yes, and, that, that was late night. And we end, I was like planning on like, you know, an eight o'clock. Um, exit from dinner, you know, like get a nice hour and a half meal. Like that's plenty of time. We ended up staying at the restaurant for four hours. We made a great TikTok. I'm not sure how many views we got, but that was that was so much fun. But we ended up going to to Mexican, and then Friday night I oh, went. Hold up. up. There's like what makes this worse is that Lauren tells me, "Oh yeah, we'll grab dinner afterwards, and like we'll have a little little date night." So here no, I we am. Were, we were we were role playing that night, and we didn't we didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. we were right. role playing because yes. I was. But that like, makes it worse because you were pretending <laughs> you were pretending like you were attracted to me and just found me out when we were gonna go on our first date, <laughs> and then you stood me up on this imaginary first date because you were hanging out with your cousins. So I was like, ah, oh, likely excuse. Well, okay, so 
I, CJ a couple weeks ago was like, you know what we should do one day? We should just like pretend to meet at a bar again. I was like, oh, that's a fantastic idea. Like that'd be so much fun. No, so we had like this, we were meeting for a first date. Right, thing. Yeah. right. And we, we had this like brilliant plan and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll reenact it on Thursday night. Cause I was thinking like in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm out to drinks with my two cousins. Like it won't be long. It, it'll be fine. You know? So I'm like, I'm texting him like we just met. I'm like, hey, I saw your profile on Match. Saw you were a farmer. Didn't know if you stripped or not. Just kidding. I added that extra bit in. <laughs> but so I like, we go to the restaurant with my cousins and I meet them. And of course they're late because they're notoriously late. So I'm sitting at the at the table by myself, just drinking my margarita. And then CJ and I were like, oh, we should do tonight. So I'm like texting him like, okay, I'll see you tonight. Like, I'll meet you up for drinks, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you initiated it. I did initiate. I, was, I, did. I, had, I it came, I it, came, it came out of nowhere. It's just like all of a sudden I get this text from you randomly. So, I mean, that which was pretty fun. So I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, all right, great. Yeah. This is this will be fun. You know, a nice little, little date night. So my aunt and uncle they're getting dinner ready and and they're like oh yeah do, do you um are you here for dinner no no i'm good me and lauren are gonna go out and she's just uh, meeting her cousins out and um uh, and then uh we're gonna go grab a bite to eat you know i was like okay that's great so so i go in i'm showered and i'm we're, we're texting back and forth and and then uh it like all of a sudden it's like nine eight thirty well, nine it's like eight thirty and i'm still at the restaurant and i could see like the time and like I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, like we're still here, we're still at the table, we're on like drink number two now, and like we had just ordered dinner, and I'm like, oh my God, CJ's gonna kill me. I'm like, we made these plans to meet up. So I'm like trying to like hurry them along a little bit. And then, you know, 10.30 rolls around and we're still at the freaking restaurant. So I text CJ, I'm like, hey, I'm just leaving now. Do you want to still meet up for that drink? And he goes, um, I've been in bed for an hour. <laughs> yeah, like, I was okay. like, no, I'm good. Oh, well, that like, one up. like my, my aunt and uncle come in with my grandfather and like, oh I thought you were leaving. No, no, I, like Lauren was uh, just ended up staying late with the cousins, you know. I was just like, oh well, uh, did you eat anything? I was like, yeah, I guess I did. I was sure. kept on waiting. I wasn't even hungry any at that point anymore, so I didn't even eat. I just went to bed. So, so then we moved to Friday, and Friday's a very similar situation. I'm meeting my friend. It's like deja vu. It is. I'm meeting one of my best friends in Plymouth for a winery. We had yeah. booked this winery. You went to visit your dad first. And then, oh, yeah. I went yeah. to visit my dad first, and then I went to visit my uh, my friend in Plymouth. So it was like a bit of a long, it was like an hour drive, which I'm like, that's fine. Like, no, no problem. So we met at her house. She drove me to the winery and stuff, and then we had plans to go out to dinner after. And, like, just grab a quick bite to eat. Meanwhile, we're still trying to, like, yeah, we're, we're... latch on. <laughs> to this role play thing <laughs> like we've never met before yeah and so like, we're, we're starting this again and this we're time continuing like, we're continuing it we, 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 yeah. we never because we didn't like text besides that i mean we just talked in person but there were no other texts besides this anonymous like, but this time cj ended up, sta ending up standing me up because i was bullshit. No, no 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 because i i um i texted him on the road when i was on the road back at like 7 30 i'm like no no it, it was, was it no was, no no it was after eight. no 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 it was, it was not because yes, it was not i had i can pull up the text right now do it i will pull it up do it pull up that it was definitely after eight it was not because it was yes. early and then you stood me up and i, I no. yes yeah because you said Hold it was going to be earlier and i was like oh i'll be able to hop in the pool and then yeah you were in the pool and then you you were relaxing and then uh you were like i don't really want to go forever. out to drinks so, because it was after eight no it was I'm not old. it was not and so I rest uh, my bones my weary bones 
So then I, yeah, so I'm like excited. I'm like, okay, I can meet you out after. And he's like, well, you know, I'm kind of in the pool right now. I really just don't want to, um, I just don't want to, to get out. I'm I'm pulling it up. Hold on. Um, okay. Yeah. So then I texted him. I have to find the timestamp. Hold on. Let's see. Um, Okay, and I, I, oh, here we go, here we go. What's the time? It's 7.03 p.m. There we go. And I said, hey, sorry, I was running, oh, you said, hey, sorry, I was running around like crazy today. Are you still free tonight for drinks? Yes. This is at 7.03 p.m. I said, yep, good to chat with you. I'm just finishing up with my friend. I would love Mm -hmm. to meet. Okay, awesome. Just let me know what time. I said, I'm thinking 845 because I was on the. It takes me about an hour. So I was on the road and like I was like, maybe there's traffic, maybe not, whatever. So CJ goes, okay. And and then I text them. I'm like, oh, just to let you know, like go out and eat because we're going out to drinks. That's what we were deciding. So he goes, oh, I didn't eat yet. I'm like, okay. No, you didn't. See, you didn't tell me you were eating. Yes, I have right here. So I said, so you should eat. And you said, huh? I said, so let's, you let's, should don't, eat. Don't it's curl right the phone here. away from me. It's right here. But anyway. Yeah, oh, but what time is that? It says, this is proof. CJ goes, oh, it's too late. I don't have the well, energy what, what, what to time move. Is it? L-O-L. I'm going to what lay time? in the pool what for time? a while. L-O-L. This is at 7.30. 7.30? 7.30. And I'm like, I'm on my way home to meet you. Do you still want to grab drinks? And, and then he goes, nope. And then I go, okay, so would you like McDonald's? And I went and picked up McDonald's for him. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so strung me along. So we're, we're, we're you, still you, you working. Had, you had dinner. You, you had dinner. I Didn't did. tell me wine. you had dinner. Well, I was, I thought you, you, you would just know. Said, oh, dr- yeah. Drinks, drinks to us mean dinner. Every time we go out for <laughs> drinks, we have dinner because we're fat asses. That's how we roll. Okay. And so you had dinner with your but friend. I, this, told me this time like, we actually gonna... meant drinks. Well, like, I was yeah, just but like... you, you didn't, you didn't facilitate that. Okay. You didn't, you didn't articulate that in our I conversation. Didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Like, so I screwed that here I am. Up. I'm waiting. Now I'm just like pissed off and hangry, <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck this. I'm going in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, I got so I like, got stood up one time. So we're still trying to figure out this first date type of thing. No, again. I got stood up twice. No, it's you just got, you, no, you stood you stood me up earlier the next night no, and no, I no. was just angry no. and get gave up. Let's be fair, it's one and one and now the third mm. time's a charm, so we're gonna have to try this again on the third time and see how we do. But anyway, back to my crazy week. So so that was Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday, I can't remember what happened, but I had something Saturday. Sunday, same thing. I can't remember. Oh, was it your... What did we do Sunday that time? I forget. We were slammed though. And then Monday, he had his work party. And then Tuesday, I had like drinks with one of my friends or something. I don't know. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a crazy week. Yes. So that's why, backtrack all the way here is that we didn't do an episode last week because we were just so tired and busy planning for the hurricane, busy planning our social lives, and busy planning for apple picking yeah. season. We're pretty much patching together a social life. Right. Like an hour or two here and there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Up. Yeah. You were not being stood up. Yep, stood up uh, twice in one week by my own wife. Delete, delete. <laughs> Sorry, you've been unmatched. Uh, <laughs> Swipe left to continue. I don't know. Sad. I don't know what these kids do nowadays. Anyway, but yeah, so CJ has been busy planning for apple picking and he's like he said, he's been picking as many um, apples as he can in Mm. preparation that we were going to get slammed for the hurricane because originally we were supposed to be. So it was a good thing that you picked all those apples. Well, it did. No no matter what, it was a good thing. Mm -hmm. 
because it's just no matter how much wind you have it's just good to alleviate the weight off the trees right um, right because i mean as it is now sometimes the, the just the weight of the fruit alone with no wind can, can break the branches so it's not, nice to at least go safe it is nice safe. to go safe. Yeah. Always be safe. That's what we're yes. throwing out here today. Protect yourselves. Protection is key. <laughs> so obviously, um, what is the saying now? We're kooji or whatever. Instead of basic bitch, we're now kooji. CJ's never heard this term before, uh, but it probably is the new lingo that these Gen Zs are throwing out there everywhere. I feel like you just made that up. No, it's that's, literally that's a, that's a real a, thing. I that's a fictitious God. word. It's chuggy. It's, it's a real thing, and it means basic bitch. And the reason I'm saying basic bitch is because you know me in fall, and fall is like my favorite time of year. And I have my pumpkin spice latte in one hand. I got my blanket scarf around my neck in the other hand and maybe a pumpkin. At least you're not wearing Uggs. I don't own Uggs, actually. Good. Yeah. I know. I so know. I can't be like uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fall uh, is one man. of our favorite seasons. Chewy. Around around that's the a, That's a real word. It's a real word. Chuggy. It's like C H U E G I E or something. It's it's legit. It's the new term they're throwing around these days. That makes no sense. I know. I I would just Literally. like to be preferred a basic white bitch. That's yes, that, that makes basic sense. Basic bitch. Like I um, I was hashtagging basic 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 bitch. <laughs> basic bitch. My name's Erwin. But anyway, fall is the best time of year, and if you have anything to say about that, I will personally fight you. I will place aside my pumpkin spice latte so it doesn't spill. And then I'll fight you. I'll fight a bitch. I'll fight a chuggy bitch. Um, oh, man. I thought basic was bad enough. Basic at least makes sense. Basic right. makes sense to me. But chuggy, like the, I know. The, the typical mm-hmm. white chick is, is basic. That right. makes sense to me. But now I'm not, I'm not, I won't. I won't say that because I feel like... like I feel like a little part of my soul will die if I say <laughs> if that. If you say chuggy. Yeah, that, that's... I'll never say that. I'll never that's, say that, it that's again. That's terrible. Oh, it God. is terrible. I know. I don't know. Whoever came up with that, like, really needs to be shot, I yeah. think. Like, that's that's just awful. But we're we're busy planning for apple picking season, and that starts in, what, two, three yeah, weeks? Yeah, it, it starts two weeks, the weekend after Labor Day. Okay. Yes. And so, obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into planning your biggest season. Okay, so is – Apple picking your biggest season for a farm? Uh, yeah, by far. We're we're primarily an apple orchard, so um, we have around fifty acres in production. Uh, I mean, like that's usable land right now, and then 30, 30 acres of that are apple orchard. Okay. Um, so that, that's a biggest portion of our season, and it's just like it's pretty much we try to survive to get to that season, and then that's the season that will um hopefully sustain us through through the uh the winter so that, that's like by far the most important season for us to to nail now how many apple varieties do you have on the or- in the orchard um i'd say about eight solid varieties we have some experimental like uh <laughs> like 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 a couple trees of different are they inbred trees <laughs> yeah experiments um but yeah, uh, eight varieties that we pick. What um, What are the varieties? Uh, we have Gala, Fuji, Macintosh, Cortland, um, uh, Crispin, Empire, Honeycrisp. Uh, we have Honeycrisp. That's probably the biggest one that I, I uh, 
uh, left out, and then Cameo. And Paula um, Reds. And Paula, Paula Reds are an awesome, they're an awesome early apple. We actually have them in the stand now. Um, they're great. They're like a variety of a Mac, and it's it's really cool because they were um, – Okay, so I haven't lied to people when they've asked me what a Paula Red tastes like, and I said yeah, a Mac. It has, it has a – it's a um, – the flavor profile of a Mac, okay. um, it just ripens earlier. And, okay. uh, so it's, it's really cool because I forget where uh, the, it came from, but uh, the name comes from uh, the guy that in the orchard that developed the, the Paula Red variety, named it after his wife, which Aww. was, was kind of cool. That's cute. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't so. know if I would want to be named after an apple tree, though. Please there, don't there, name me after an apple there tree. There are worse things to be named after. I know, but. I mean, four. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so and that's that's it's kind of cool that it is, Apple it is. That but anyway um yeah so those are our main ones um we do have a few like like uh some topaz and, and crimson crisps here and stuff like that those are uh, mostly um experimental ones we also have john of gold um so we're, we're trying to evolve and see what works for us and, and uh, put new varieties in here and there. Uh, now, but it also takes a little while to put new varieties in. What's your favorite type of apple to eat? Because um, I know you eat like 17 a day. Oh, it's brutal. I, 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 it, it's, you have to like literally quality <laughs> control. And sometimes like if you see like a, a bird that took like a, a bite out of one side of the apple so you can't pick it so you're like it's just a waste like the bird like ate this like little inch of this beautiful apple that's like half a pound so you try to eat as much as you can <laughs> so you do that about 50 times a day and then i'm sure over the course of the day you had like about 20 apples um my favorite um it's it's hard to go away from the honey crisp um i, I really love the honey crisp but uh, my, my favorite is, are the cameos because um, I, I just love them because they're an ugly apple. Um, they're like an old style delicious. Uh, so they have the shape of a delicious. They're very um, uh, like crisp and juicy, but they're they're ugly as shit. Are um, they? So yeah. I don't so think I've seen a cameo. Um, yeah, we, we, we didn't have any last year. Actually, I think it's been two years since we've had like nice cameo. Mm -hmm. um, so this year we have a nice uh, crop of, of cameos, but um, they look like a, they, the same shape as a delicious shame shape, shame shape, <laughs> shame shape. Um, same shape, shape as a delicious, mm -hmm. um, but it's a little bit more pale. Um, not that vibrant red you're accustomed to. Yeah. Uh, but it, but the flavor profile is much better than the traditional red or yellow delicious. Okay, that's and good it, to and know. It's, and it's super late, so, um, so normally when you're like after your Honeycrisp, after your Max, your Cortland, this is an apple that um, it, it takes a long time to develop, and it's like late October when it's perfect. Okay, that's it. That's very interesting about the uh, the cameos. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really cool. Um, and my grandfather hates them because they look so ugly. Um, but <laughs> ugly fruit yeah, matter too. Exactly, they, they right. have feelings. They have feelings, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now tell me, how do you prepare or prep for your biggest season? Like what does it entail? Because obviously it must be a lot. Yeah. Um, well, the biggest thing is we're not big. So everything that we do, we have to do while doing our normal tasks, our day-to-day -day tasks. So mm -hmm. it's not like it's like not like I'm here and that's all I'm concentrating on is UPIC. I have to concentrate on UPIC while we're doing 
like six markets a week. We're doing the farm stand. We're doing other things. So we're trying to get ready while we're doing our normal day. So you have to squeeze something big into a small hole. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a tight fit. Um, so we, we try to, we try to make the best of a, uh, a tight that, that, fit. yes. Sticky um, situation. Yes. <laughs> You're brutal. <laughs> I had to throw um, as many sex puns in there as possible. But, continue, um, but we, sorry. um, but what goes on, the biggest thing is the, um, the logistics and customer flow. That's the biggest thing you have to figure out, um, how, when people are going to be coming in how they're going to come into the stand, how they go through the stand, because we have a, a very small farm stand when you think about it. So we have to fit a lot of people through the farm stand. So you have to set up registers, checkpoints, that type of thing. Now, um, how many did you, how many people have you like calculated have come in the past? Come in, uh, we haven't, we haven't decided, like we haven't calculated the, the bodies. We do, we normally do the, uh, transactions. Um, would you say it's like say a couple thousand at least in a weekend? Definitely a couple thousand. Okay. Um, definitely a, at least a couple thousand on a, like a really busy weekend. You're talking about like third week of September, uh, first week of October, like those, those weekends we, we, uh, we definitely were, were usually jam packed. That's why it's like definitely very important to, um, like strategize. Okay. This is this is the customer flow. This is how we have to have people go through because um, we don't want to relieve bottlenecks. We want to make it easy for people that um, to come in, to leave, to feel comfortable. And also, um, you want to be able to incorporate people that aren't necessarily here for the U-Pick season. Um, oh, just so like regular just, customers. Like if they're looking okay. for just pumpkins, if mm-hmm. they're looking for mums, mm-hmm. uh, if they want to just grab like a quick, like like a few pounds of tomatoes and some summer squash. You want them to be able to come in and not be overwhelmed with the the you pick crowd, right? Um, because that can act, uh, like it's tough because it's scary and intimidating. They're used to most of our typical customers that come in two three times a week are they used don't do to the like U-pick. three or four customers right. in like the whole store at a time. Yeah, and now you have like Thousands. you have a you have a hundred people in your vicinity at the same time. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it's a much different feeling. So you want to make them feel as comfortable as, as you can, um, while still being able to accommodate that volume. Now, did you, do you pick during the pandemic last year? Yes, we did. And honestly, it was, uh, we thought it was going to be, it was hard. Uh, I'm not saying it was like easy, um, but we thought it was going to be worse than it was. And we're, we're very happy with how we were able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it did was it forced us to put together uh, like a, a strategy that is something that we'll actually use now going forward. Um, so if it literally made us change how we do things and it forced us to do things better. Okay. Um, and, and overall, so even though, even if, even if the, the, like we don't go back and do like a second wave or a third, whatever wave we're on, um, and it sounds like the zombie backwards. movie where it's just coming at you in waves. Yeah. Thrones. Right. Nazi zombies are coming through. <laughs> um, I hope not. <laughs> so, um, but what it what it did was it forced us to improve our how we how we manage people, how we manage the front, um, and I, I, overall there were a lot of, of positives that came from it and stuff that will like even when this whole 
um, situation is over, we'll still implement because the the registration registration online, the time slots, um, the checkpoints outside when you come in, scanning through your phone, that all that stuff alleviated a lot of the bottlenecks, it spread people out and allowed us to. Uh, navigate people through the farm a lot easier without as much congestion and just like as like an eliminated confusion as well. So there were so many things that were scary at first because the only good thing that came out of 2020. Yeah, pretty much. It was right. uh, because it was very scary at first because we were just like doing something completely different. We always had people come right into the stand, just jumble up, get super close, like cram packed in there. And uh, it was just a giant cluster app, and it, it was like stressful even in good times. Um, but now we're able to fit three times as many people in the stand, and it's more comfortable than it was before. It, before, so yeah. um, so that 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 was a really good, um, good outcome. like outcome from the the whole whole thing. Yeah. Now, do you ever worry that you'll run out of apples for people to pick? Yeah, that's a constant worry. Um, Why? The, Why is it a constant Because you, you don't want people to come here. They, they drive Sometimes they drive for an hour or two hours away, um, and you don't want them to come to our place and there'd be no apples. That's so true. Um, this year, uh, we have a really, as, as long as the hurricanes don't knock us out or um, <laughs> we have hail or, or like really bad things. So yeah. it, we, it, it's, I've, at the older I get, the more superstitious I get. And well, that's people, why you literally got to knock on wood every yeah, time you say every knock, time. On wood, you knock on wood. You knock on wood. like you don't little, go under ladders and you don't break mirrors. Yeah, I, I've become so much more superstitious the older I get because literally every time I say, "Oh, things are going okay" or "We're doing all right," it's like literally shit goes sideways <laughs> instantly. It's just like, what the fuck? No. Like so now when people ask you like how things doing or something like that. It's just like, you know, they, they, they could be worse. You know, right. I can't complain, you know, but you just never, never give them details. Never say it's going great. <laughs> no. It's, it's just never like, great. Even yeah. if it is great, it's, it's like, never you, you, great. You don't want to put that in the atmosphere because you just know someone's just going to, I don't know who's up there, but they're just like, yeah, this guy's having a good time. Pop. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they have like little mini darts like you see at the yeah. fair. Oh, like it, yeah. So because at any point you could have that like pop up thunderstorm, you could have hail and then yeah. your crop is all done. Right. So even though right now we have a nice crop, it looks Knock nice. On wood. Knock yes, on I'm, wood. I'm not going to, yeah. Um, but it, at any point, um, it, it could not be there. So um, like, like I've, I've come to say, it's just like it doesn't count until it's in the bank. Right. Because you could lose it. You could have a beautiful crop. It's ready to pick and you're waiting for you pickers. And then all of a sudden you get a week of rain. No you pickers come. And then you're fucked. What's your favorite part about the U pick fall season? Um, and you can call yourself Chuki if you want to. I'll no, allow I it. Uh, I, I like the cider donuts. So. Yeah, you said the cider donuts. Now, you say I'm basic and Chuki or whatever the term they're saying nowadays. You should see how many people Instagram those donuts. Like It's like they find the perfect position, they Instagram it, and it's like, boom, hashtag fall. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just never say that word. <laughs> I feel I feel that that's that's great. That's all. I, I'm I'm glad they do that because it's they're deserving of it. Right. But uh, <laughs> but but I'll never say that word. They probably take way um, better pictures than I do. I know you're pretty good at that. Mm, no. Um. The the second thing is uh, cider. Oh, the um, cider. I love cider. 
Um, well, actually, it's funny. We saw my, well, I saw my brother in, um, yesterday. What's today? Sunday. I don't even know what yeah. today is. We're, we're recording on Sunday, but our thing comes out Thursday. But I saw my brother yesterday and he was like, oh my God. I was telling him about apple picking season coming soon. He goes, the cider. You've got to get me some cider because he mm. lives in Vermont, obviously. And I was like, he's like, that cider that is that CJ's is the best cider I've ever had in my life. Yeah. The, the guy does a great, great job. And, uh, so we're actually, some of the apples that we picked this week um, were picked premature, so they weren't um, they weren't perfect and they were a little small. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll bring we'll bring bins up there this week so that they can get pressed and then um, and then we, we can start bringing our our cider in. So it's it's not all our apples. So what we do is we bring our our bins up there and then they press them. They put them in with a bunch of other farms. Um, but the guy does an amazing job and it, it's just perfect every time. Um, so it, it, it's really cool. It's like real, real apple cider. So it's not like that clear apple juice shit. No, it's, it's like, it's, it's like this deep, like caramel yeah. color, but you know, it's really good that you can put in it. Well, so, okay. Do you like it hot or cold? I like it cold. I like everything cold. Yeah. Uh, cause I can drink it faster cause See, I'm a chugger. I like, I like it. Mm, I'm not really a fan. It's weird. I love apple juice, but apple cider, I'm not really a fan of. I don't know why. And it just, it boggles my mind, but I have been boggles putting, it does. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it's very, it's very sad, sad. I know. Because apple juice is shit. I know. I know. They, they take so literally every, everything good out of it. <laughs> and then it is just like, it's processed sugar. Yeah. Pretty much. It, it's, it's I've gotten a little better. Like I, I do enjoy an occasional glass of um, cider, but you know what you do though? This is the new thing. You do a, a cinnamon sugar rim job. You add the um, the apple cider to your glass, that nice and cold, and then you add a little like shot of um, vanilla stoli, and it is so good. Some Southern Comfort. Or or some Southern Comfort. I don't think <laughs> get, I've tried get, that get one get yet. Get a little but... hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Interesting. That's the only way I'll have it hot. What is with the? Yeah, you throw some Southern Comfort in okay. it. Some Soko? Yeah, some Soko. <laughs> what? No, that's, that's, I'll have to try it this year. Yeah. Yeah. But that is good, a good, like, fireside drink, though, even if it's, like, yeah. warm or cold. When, when, like, it, when it starts to get cool, like, mm-hmm. those cool nights, those crisp bottom days. <laughs> I just choked on my wine. But I didn't spit, I didn't spit it out. I always swallow. Never spit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. So back, we'll, we'll, we'll rewind a couple minutes or a couple of days, a couple of years, whatever I'm trying to say, to your prep work. What do you have to do to prepare the orchard? Like what goes into preparing um, everything for the, these people? Um, others, other than the, um, the customer aspects of like all that type of stuff, it's really just like cleaning up everything. Because um, during the course of the year, you're just like you're trying to work as fast as you can, as efficiently as you can. And it's just like stuff like just gets overgrown. It doesn't, it, it isn't as kept up as you'd like. So the biggest thing is just making sure that it's as presentable as possible. So mm-hmm. that means you have to clean out all the, the chicken stalls. You have to mow the orchard. You have to like make sure everything's trellised. Um, everything's like as good as you can because um, things get, you, you just want to put your, your best uh your best foot forward mm-hmm. like you want to present yourself the best way because you don't want people coming it's just like oh it looks it's like, like a, a shithole yeah it yeah. looks like a like what the fuck are these guys doing right like, why did i pay to be here you know yeah um so that's the biggest thing because you're 
you're in the dog days of summer, you're trying to do these, uh, the markets. And then you're also at, at this point, you're trying to make sure that the, the orchard is nice and manicured. So it's all mowed and uh, the mowing of the aisles is not too bad. Um, but when you, you have the trellis system, um, you have to mow in between the trees cause you have the vines and then, um, so it, it, it'll look if it's a big task and it's something simple and it's one of those things that, um, you only notice if it's not done. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things like no one cares if you, no one really cares if you mow the orchard. No one really cares. No, but if, if it's unmowed, yeah, no, yeah, like they, they people will notice. Yeah, they, they don't care. Like, oh, no, like, oh, yeah, this looks great. They don't look, it, they don't care if it looks good. They only care if it looks like shit. Right. So, right. Of course. So, people only see the bad yeah. life sometimes. So, like, um, so when I, like, uh, like three, four years ago, when I was, when we were, I was like really starting to, it was, I was coming to my own. I was trying to really get on my feet and take over the orchard. My grandfather was kind of taking a couple steps back. We were, uh, it was like kind of that transition year of um, me doing most of the spraying instead of my grandfather and like that type of stuff. Um, there were a couple of years in there where it was just like the orchard looked like shit. And like, cause I'm thinking when I started taking over, I was always like, I'll have time. We'll be doing, we'll be able to do this. There is never time. I've and realized now like, yeah. there's no time. There's, like time sucks. It, it's yeah. It's bullshit. And Whoever it's thought of like, 24 hours in a day, like go fuck yourself because yeah. I need like 48 hours in one or, day. Or I need like three or four clones easy. Right. Like an army of clones. Yeah. Um, but because like when I first started taking over my grandfather, I, I got so annoyed at my grandfather. So he, he was like, oh, you should do this. You should make sure you're pruning. You should make sure you're doing this. You make and I was like, oh yeah, well, we'll have, we'll, we'll do that later. I'll do this now and I'll, I'll get back to it and I'll always have time. And then what happens is you like, like in November, if you're not pruning in November, if you're not in like, or if you don't prune hard enough in November, then you get snow in January, then you don't get out there in February because you're cold and, oh, I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to be out there because it's not very nice, you know? Um, what happens is in March, you can't finish in time because you're trying to do other things. So, so for, it was a, like a three year period where my grandfather, I would get super annoyed and like, I was like, I'll get to it. And I would always argue with him because I thought I could come in here and I was going to be full of piss and vinegar and set the world on fire and show like this old timer, how it's done. And like five years later, I'm the schwuck doing it like he wanted it to in the first place. <laughs> so so yeah, it's like he he he's been doing all of his life. He he knows he knows more. Um, so it, now it's like a good combination of um, of how it should be done and realizing a little bit more of the the timetable because um, when you think you have time, you really don't. So right. you have to do it more. So. Like that's why we're out there pruning in in January. It's thirty degrees. It's fifteen degrees, and and me and Fernando are out there with our our knit hats and and mittens pruning. Um, and because just, it needs to be done. It it needs to be done. Yeah. So but we, it makes the orchard look great in the well, end. And that 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 comes down to it because you can't. Um, you need to do the pruning. You see, you start in November, go right through March, April. Sometimes if you're running behind. Um, and that alone is like the base of your orchard, because if you don't get that done, then 
um, the apples uh, become overpopulated. They break branches so that when you're taking people down the hayride, you have broken branches, down trees. You can't herbicide. You can't. Um, you can't mow where you need to. You, it's every, like the apples it's aren't one, as clean. It's one thing after so another. It just, after it another. snowballs after right. that. So it's like. Um, it all comes down to being or getting the perfect manicure, basically. Well, yeah, you, you want it. You want to have. So even though like this year isn't perfect, like there are spots like that, like make me cringe. Um, but it, it's it's better than it was like three, four years ago, because three, four years ago, it was like everything was overgrown. So it was like nice. Nice to, nice to get it done. That's good. <laughs> Always going to get it done. Yes. But anyway, so your apple, you said your apple picking season's coming up really soon. So tell people where they can find you, how they buy tickets, like go from there and then really plug it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we start in two weeks um, and you can find us through Facebook. We also have a website mm -hmm. um, and we, we go through, uh, like you can order your tickets online. Um, through Eventbrite, well. right? Yeah, through Eventbrite. Mm -hmm. So you can you can buy certain uh, size bags. There's three size bags, and each one of them allow a certain number of people in. Uh, it doesn't limit the amount of bags you can buy. Um, so if like if you wanted a couple, but like if you wanted like a couple goes in, you can still get two half bushels, even though it allows more people in. Um, we always like if you want to buy more apples, we're not going to say no. You can't buy more apples, um, right? And um, it, the season goes until you said late uh, Columbus Day. It goes until roughly at least Columbus Day. Um, if we have a year, we we go a little later, but that's very weather dependent. Mm -hmm. uh, so if we have a warm October, we can definitely go uh, through the length of October. Uh, I know this year, uh, as long as things hold out the way, I'm hoping they will. Um, we have a good crop. We have a good set, um, so that, uh, that I, we'll have plenty of apples for, for people to come and pick. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about your journey through apple picking. Yeah, I, I could talk quite a bit. I get carried away. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, no. I, I, I get more excited than other people. Um, so I, I just, yeah, so I just okay. go on and on. I do have one final question for you, though. If I was a newcomer, what would I, what am I to expect with my ticket price? Like, what, what can I do when I come to your orchard? Uh, well, you can, we have some animals. We have the hay ride is included. You can stay as long as you want. Um, and we will, uh, depending on the, the day you come, uh, sometimes we'll have food trucks and and uh, we'll have like uh, minimum popcorn and uh, fudge and we'll have we'll have like those types of things. Um, and you, uh, I know from research and everything, you have a hand built mining sleuth. Is that open during the U pick as well? We do. Um, that's a really cool activity for uh, for anyone really. Yeah. Um, it, it it was targeted for younger kids, and um, and we've ended up that. That it's it's fun for all people for because, all ages for all ages because um, the the stones uh, you get like amethysts and topaz and emeralds and all that type of stuff and uh, the everyone can come and mine for their own um, their own gems. And is stuff. there gold in there? there? There's pyrite, which is oh. fool's gold. Okay, so I, I couldn't mean, get rich off of it. You can't you can't get rich off of it, but um, but there are there are people that do um, uh, for fun. They 
they uh, go, they buy a couple bags, and then they make their own jewelry and stuff, which, which cool. is kind of cool. So yeah, I know really cool. uh, I know Fernando and a couple other people have done that. They they go and buy a bag, and then they'll come back and they make necklaces and stuff like that. Because some of the amethysts and the, the emeralds are huge. So. Yeah, they're so big. Um, I I got one one time, and it was huge. Yeah, yeah biggest so, thing I've ever seen. Yeah, so that's a that's it's uh something that like we kind of did a few years back when we had a really bad apple crop we wanted to do do something uh, that would have a lasting impression and i really think happy with it. i think it has made a lasting impression yeah. people come back when they're like oh the mining's good i can't yeah. wait that's yeah. awesome yeah. well thank you so much for sharing your daily day-to-day on the farm and what it takes to get ready for everyone's favorite season. I'm so excited. Um, two weeks away, I'll be wearing my blanket scarf. I did wear one the other day, though, even though it was 70 degrees. Dunkin' Donuts has their pumpkin. I can have my bank, my blanket scar- <laughs> scarf. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> That is something someone so chuggy would say. I know. Or ancient, one of the two. Yeah, I'm trying to be hip. Hip to it. <laughs> All right, but as always, guys, thank you so much. And make sure you come to Fairmont um, to do your apple picking this year. We will be here every weekend, hopefully until Columbus Day. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. As always, guys, make sure you drain your glasses, refill, drain again, refill. You know the deal. We love having you. Have a great rest of your week. Bye, guys. (laughs) Ciao. I hate you.